In this episode, we talk about decision fatigue and how we can combat it by creating more habits. Don't forget to pay attention to the road because you are now listening to Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple research-backed strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and I can't tell you how many articles I find that talk about the habits of the most successful people. Go ahead, search successful habits and see what comes up. Now, for some reason, it is a huge topic that everyone likes to talk about. And what's really interesting is that prior to writing this episode, I knew that I wanted to do an episode on habits. And of course, my mind defaulted to doing one that talked about the habits of successful people. Fortunately, though, I came across something quite interesting while doing my research for this episode. Now, the point of these articles is to share the habits that successful people have. And in turn, that is supposed to show you that if you adopt these habits as well, you can become successful yourself. Now, I think you already know that this is not actually the case. In fact, I'm sure I could find research to show that many of these successful people developed their habits after they had already gained success. Now, I can't prove that in this episode, but it doesn't matter because there's something far more important and useful to you that you probably don't know. It turns out it really doesn't matter what habits you create so long as they do not harm you or anyone around you in any way. I'll be doing another episode in the future about why creating habits around our goals is a fantastic way to program ourselves for success. But in this episode, I want you to understand one thing. The habit you create is not what is important so long as it is not harmful. What is important are the benefits that come from given yourself the ability to turn off for a period of time. Back in episode three, I talked about productivity and why our ability to focus is based entirely on how many decisions we have made during that day. Decision fatigue is a real thing. In an article published on jamesclear.com titled How Willpower Works, the Science of Decision Fatigue and How to Avoid Bad Decisions, James writes, in a research study published by the National Academy of Sciences, psychologists examined the factors that impact whether or not a judge approves a criminal for parole. The researchers examined 1,112 judicial rulings over a 10-month period. All of the rulings were made by a parole board judge who was determining whether or not to allow the criminal to be released from prison on parole. In some cases, however, the criminal was asking not for a release, but rather for a change in parole terms. Now, I'm going to jump ahead here a bit because it does go on a little while and I want to make sure that we get to the result. What the researchers found was that at the beginning of the day, a judge was likely to give a favorable ruling about 65% of the time. However, as the morning wore on and the judge became drained from making more and more decisions, the likelihood of a criminal getting a favorable ruling steadily dropped to zero. Let me repeat that last bit. 
as the morning wore on and the judge became drained from making more and more decisions, the likelihood of a criminal getting a favorable ruling steadily dropped to zero. This is horrible for many reasons, but in the context of this episode, it is a perfect statement towards the realness of decision fatigue. Whether we know it or not, we are making decisions from the moment we wake up, whether it be about what to wear, what to eat, whether or not to go to the gym, what to work on, and not to mention the constant subconscious scanning to figure out whether or not we are in danger. The brain is hard at work 24-7. Now, this process is incredibly draining, and it takes up a lot of energy over time. And it's exactly why it gets so much harder to resist having dessert after dinner. Your decision fatigue is kicking in, and you are much more likely to make decisions that you previously had no problem resisting. So what can we do about this? Well, that is where the power of habit comes into play. Habits allow us to enter autopilot. They remove the need for a decision and reduce the chances of slipping up later on. Habits play a crucial role in our lives. For example, imagine if every time you drove, you were as awkward as the first time you drove. There would likely be a lot more accidents on the road. And the reason that you're able to drive so smoothly is because you develop the habit and you don't have to think about what steps to take in order to move or stop or change gears or turn. Hopefully after I've explained all of this, you can now see that using habits is a powerful way to start battling decision fatigue and making better decisions. So let's get on to today's challenge. All right, here is the challenge for today. I've talked a lot about building habits in past episodes, but the goal with this challenge is not to build a new habit from scratch. Rather, it's to find an area of your life that could be turned into a habit. Let me explain. I often find that breakfast is an anxiety-filled activity for me during the weekdays. Now, I'm not sure why I have such a hard time deciding what to eat, but I do. Now, in order to remove this decision from my life, I've decided to start defaulting to a shake for breakfast. Every single weekday, I wake up and I mix a protein shake or I mix Soylent or I mix some other liquid meal. After I've done this enough times, it will become a habit and I will have successfully removed that decision of what will I have for breakfast from my life. This will free up my decision-making abilities for the entire rest of the day, and I will last much longer before decision fatigue kicks in. Other great areas for this are questions like, what time will I go to sleep? If you were to decide that you were going to go to bed every single night at 10 p.m., you would no longer have to think about whether or not you're going to bed because once 10 p.m. hits, you're going to bed. Another good question is, will I go to the gym today? This time last year, I put in a lot of effort to get to the point that my default gym activity is, yes, I will go to the gym today. Just like the breakfast habit, this frees up my decision-making abilities for the rest of the day and reduces decision fatigue, but it also has the added benefit of keeping me physically fit. So for your challenge, you want to try and find an area that could be turned into a habit and then find a way to start doing that. Today's book recommendation is The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. I actually listened to the audio version of this book and it is phenomenal. The narrator has a great cadence and the topic really pulls you in. The Power of Habit shares a few different scenarios and how they would play out if the character incorporated a habit into their lives. Now, it's not entirely about decision 
decision fatigue, but I still think it's a valuable read on the topic of habits and it will come in handy when we get to my future episode all about habits. If you'd like a free copy of this audiobook, you can get one by going to tinyleapsbook.com and signing up for a free trial of Audible. You can cancel your account at any time without paying a dime, so you'll actually keep the book even if you cancel your account. Really, what have you got to lose? Check out tinyleapsbook.com and pick up your copy of The Power of Habit for free. That's it for episode nine. Thank you so much for listening. And if you like the show so far, it would be amazing if you hit the subscribe button and left a rating and review in iTunes. Your kind words do wonders for getting the show out there for others to find. You'll be helping the show and helping others at the same time. Now, here is a great review left by listener Ian Ryan. I loved the first episode and can relate to your message very well, Greg. I wholeheartedly agree that tiny leaps lead to big changes. Well, Ian, I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to listen and writing a review. You are amazing and I love you. If you'd like your review read on the show and have already left one, well, you are in luck because I'm going to read it. However, if you haven't left one, then there's really nothing I can do for you except tell you that you can do it pretty easily in iTunes. So why not just go for it? Until the next episode, I've been Greg Clunas. And remember, all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.